0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world today. This is David Robert for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Today is February the 5th, 2020. And before we get started, we just want to let you guys know that if you are looking for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast, we are available on all your major platforms from Apple to um, Podbean to Google Play to Stitcher and there's a few others. I'm not I've, I've kind of forgotten where we all are, but you can find us anywhere you get your podcast. Look for us there at the Marketplace of Ideas podcast. Also look for our video um, podcast that's going to be showing up on either YouTube or Vimeo. I'm just trying to work out which uh, which platform would probably be better. Probably YouTube because everyone's on there, but we'll we'll see in the next couple of weeks here. We're just updating some of our audio and visual say equipment here in the studio so that should be fun but yeah just look for that so today we're going to be talking about something that over the last few years has garnered a lot of attention from the fashion as well as fitness and just from the pop culture zeitgeist landscape if you would uh the term I, i saw it a little while ago um in particular on the ever ever um um, divisive and lightning rod gentleman, uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, I was listening to his podcast a little while ago, and this was an episode from about three years ago in which he was talking about a lady by the name of, let us see if I get her name right, Tess Holliday. Uh, she's a plus size model um, from Mississippi, mother of two, and she is, I believe she was one of, um, one of the first ever plus-size model they've had on the magazine called Self in 2018. Um, so she's garnered a lot of attention, a lot of a lot of discussion on what it means to be a plus-size person. Um, she has a, a line, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check it out here. Clothing line. Um, let's see. It's called EFF. So F Your Beauty Standards Capsule Collection. And I was looking at just a Teen Vogue website from. August nineteenth, twenty twenty, and we're talking about model and body positive. act. as Tess Holiday is here to remind us all once again that beauty standards are a thing of the past. With her new collaborative effort and collection, so this was available last year. In August 9. August nineteenth, she had a ten-piece streetwear capsule with fashion to figures. Uh, with fashion to figure centers around true diversity and inclusivity. Um, it says here on the website that. Uh, from t-shirts and jean jackets to crop tops and more, the collection incorporates Tessa's viral hashtag, F your beauty standards, as a graphic element in various fun designs. And she says, I've been wanting to do this kind of collab for so many years, and Fashion to Figure was the first brand that didn't try to change or water down the message of F your beauty standards said in a press release about the collection they let me have creative control cast the models I wanted and help me make this the most diverse campaign possible I hope when people see these images they feel represented and it and a little less alone the campaign imagery for the collection is perhaps one of the most inclusive to date as well featuring a wide array of model models across the size race and gender spectrums including model I'm gonna mess this name up here Nadia Abelusen, dancer Dexter Mayfield, actress and model Jared Jones, influencer uh, Natalia Drew and BuzzFeed star, jazz mean Jay, and musician Troy Solomon. So a lot of names there. I have no idea who these people are, but I just checked on the website, and as you can see, it's still up. Um, So teenvogue.com story test slash test holiday fashion to figure capsule. So it's basically just showcasing um, her ideal of what fitness, uh, not fitness, sorry, of what um, fashion should be and how it should look for not just people who are thin and people who are you know, um, ripped and cut, but it, it should be for everybody. Everybody should be made to feel accepted and included in the conversation of what is beautiful and what is attractive and what is desirable. Now, regardless of what your take on all of this is, there's a few things that, that come to mind when, when looking at this sort of thing. Um, granted, growing up in the time period that I was uh, raised in, uh, definitely, you know, terms that were probably not necessarily um, acceptable now would be used to describe people like Tess Holiday, which were not very kind. Terms such as fatty and thunder thighs and all this sort of things. And you just go down the list of uh, the laundry list of things that people would say to make fun of people who. Plus size and bigger and, and larger and what have you. But the thing that I find interesting and and almost a little bit a little bit of a a, a little bit of a conundrum because um, professionally I'm, I'm a personal fitness trainer and. On my other podcast, the Adult Fitness Podcast, we talk about everything to do with fitness, and we've talked about the body positivity movement, or the, uh, I believe it's called the, the, let me just see here, there's other words for it, there's, um, there is the, let me see here, so yeah, like the plus size movement, um, body positivity movement, um, You know, the, um, like you said, F your beauty standards, the plus size movement, and things of that nature. The problem I have with it is not that people are feeling that they're finally being included in the conversation of what is attractive. That's within the eye of the holder. You can look at a redhead. You can look at somebody who has no hair. You can look at somebody who, you know, is um, uh, a different color, different shape, a different size, different race, or religion, creed, whatever the case is. And find them attractive while another person could say, yeah, that's, that's not really for me. That's not, that's not neither here nor there nor any of my business. But one of the things that sort of gave me a little bit of a pause was how it's being framed from a health standpoint. That if you are promoting um, a lifestyle, right? If you're promoting a look, if you're promoting a type of, a type of narrative that states that if you are a certain shape and a certain size regardless of that people should view you as attractive and sexy now you're trying to tell people how to think you know what i mean and you're trying to tell people what is or isn't what they should or shouldn't like so i mean it's it's almost to the point that if you promote this sort of lifestyle this sort of behavior where people feel that it's okay to you know be morbidly obese and it's okay to have issues with your joints, and you know high blood pressure, and hypertension, and heart disease, and and various forms of cancer, and, and issues like that. It's 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 almost, it's kind of irresponsible. Now, when listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and Lord knows Joe Rogan's had a lot of d- divisive um, opinions over the last couple of years, but he had he said something really interesting. So when I believe it was this, Tess holiday made the cover of. Uh, cosmopolitan this was in October 2018 in which she said uh, she wants the haters to kiss uh, her ass basically um, she basically stated that I'm, I'm sorry Joe Rogan basically stated that what you're doing is promoting um, a horrible a horrible form of living you you're you're promoting a, a, a an idea that it's almost like you're saying I've given up you know if we're gonna keep it a hundred percent if we're gonna keep it a thousand we'll keep it a buck if you, as an individual, are addicted to crack cocaine, you're addicted to drinking, you're addicted to drugs. And you find the willpower and the strength to go to counseling, to face your demons, to actually face the thing that is hurting you, that is causing you actual real pain. And you're going to be like, you know what, I've I got my family to live for, i got my kids to live for, I do not want to die at 52, I, don't, I do not want to be on um, on a ventilator. I don't I do not want to not be able to play with my children, roll around in the grass with them or or go on long hikes or, or do any sort of thing that you need to be healthy and fit for. And if you, if you find the will to you know check yourself in and fight the cravings and battle every day, those are the kind of people that we in society need to lift up. This is just bullshit because At the end of the day, if you, if if somebody says you need to accept this lifestyle and this choice that I'm making, now again, I want to be clear, people need to be treated with respect, dignity, love, and kindness. That doesn't mean that their behavior and their lifestyle choices, if you don't agree with it, you have to, you know, all of a sudden fall in line with it. It's pretty apparent from looking at these pictures I'm checking out here online, that this act, that this model, as well as folks who kind of fall in line with this sort of ideal, have just gotten to the point where they said, "Well, f it. I'm, I'm not going to diet. I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to take care of my body. I'm not going to do anything." To and 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 don't get me wrong. There's a lot of problems within the dieting industry. Uh, Joe Rogan. Um, uh, not not Joe Rogan. Sorry. Um, Another podcaster by the name of Russell Brand had a, um, a wonderful um, individual on his podcast a few years ago discussing this very same thing about the dieting industry and how just how venomous it is and how horrible it is in targeting young women and making making people feel very horrible about themselves. They they basically go after young women and their, you know, their um, self-esteem issues to get them to purchase these products. So that hey, if you buy the, these dieting pills, the guys will want to sleep with you and you'll be popular and you won't have to worry about not being accepted. If we're gonna keep it honest and real, there's nothing wrong with treat, you know, treating people with respect and dignity. I don't care what size they are. But at the end of the day, if you're gonna tell me that that is a healthy lifestyle or that's something that you should sort of aspire to. And that it's okay, it's okay to be morbidly obese, it, it just isn't, you know, uh, like terabytes of information could, um, could go into the fact to tell you that, hey, at the end of the day, if you are carrying a lot of weight, it's, it's tougher on your joints, it's tougher on your body, it's just hard, it's just not easy, it's, it's just, it's like, why would you want to make life harder than it is? But unfortunately, within our, within, I don't want to say within our culture, but within a lot of various segments of, of uh, popular culture, if we're not careful, what we're going to see is things that are not healthy, you know, that are not beneficial, that are not going to help people, you know, become their, their best self, is going to be promoted. And it's it's not something, now again... The, the dieting industry has done horrific damage to the psyche of, of young women. And it's just been something that within the last number of years we're starting to have a reckoning about. And and look, I do applaud anybody that will, you know, have the courage to speak out against these sort of things. But there's a difference between speaking out against something that's wrong and promoting something that's just gonna be like be harmful. I mean Again, we don't celebrate people who stick to who, who continue drinking. We don't lift people up who stay on the crack. We don't lift people up who decide, hey, you know what? I'm just going to stay in this crack house. I don't need to improve my life and fight past my demons and go into counseling and go into therapy and go through the, 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 the nightmare of detox. You know, I've had some friends that have, that have um, gone through alcoholism. Um, we haven't had any family, per se, but we've definitely had some... The family members struggle with their battles with eating and depression and anxiety and things of that nature. And it's effing hard. It's ridiculously hard and tough just to pull yourself out of that and be there for your family. It's This sort of mindset is just selfish. And what it's saying to everybody is that it's okay to give up. It's okay to not actually try to better yourself. You know, well, I'm that. Screw this. I'm just gonna accept. I'm, I'm just gonna accept it. You know, and and for a lot of people, if that's how our society is, is going, it, it, it's not looking good. Just from a health standpoint, you know, I mean, your body's your body, and you you're allowed to do with it as you please. But when you're promoting a lifestyle that just isn't helpful, I mean, we don't we don't promote smoking like they did in the 1950s, right? We don't we don't promote, um, you know drinking the same way we, we used to in our society uh, we don't promote giving your child alcohol to get them to go to sleep you know um what else what else was back i mean just so many things that were uh, that were like horrible that were just the norm we thought ah, everybody does it And now we know oh my gosh like nobody should be doing this and i think when we look back particularly you know in um Decades and decades from now, we'll see the error of our ways We're trying to promote something That, look, it it feels great to improve to, to include everybody in, in things Like, excuse me um, I was watching Usain Bolt during the Summer Olympics uh, when, when, when it was his last Olympics So, um, let me just look this up here Usain Bolt I think his last Olympics were a few years ago because he's retired now, so his last Olympics were 2016, right? Jamaican sprinter um, Usain Bolt. He won. Let me just see how many Olympics did he win. Just let me check this out here. So he won eight. He hasn't raced professionally since 2017, but the man was just a beast. Um, he's they, they see him as kind of the goat. Right, um, he retired as an eight-time gold medal winner, the world record holder in three events, and an 11-time world champion. Right, so we're talking greatest of all time. We're talking somebody who has pushed past, pushed past some of the. I mean, it's just it's unfathomable what he's been able to accomplish in that, from that small island of Jamaica, um, neighboring island to uh, Grenada, Trinidad, where my parents are from. You know, and you look at what he's been able to do and the way we've celebrated him, or people like Michael Phelps, or people like, um, uh, you know, oh my gosh, uh, Matt Fraser from the CrossFit Games, or or, or, or Clara Toomey, um, I can never say her name properly, for the women's CrossFit, people like Michael Jordan, Wayne Grasky, um, you know, name, name somebody in the sports arena, the late, great Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, There was a vetting process in which if you wanted to get to that level of uh, fitness, if you wanted to get to that level of accomplishment, you had to get, you had to be in shape. Not only that, but you had to, we had to raise the bar to what was acceptable. And unfortunately, there are some things that just not everybody is entitled to be a part of. Let's look at um, horse racing. You know, let's look at, I mean, I'm six foot five. There's no universe anywhere that I could be a horse jockey, because they're usually like 4'10", or something, or 3'9", or whatever the case is. It just wouldn't work out for me. There's certain things, and that's okay if, if you're not able to become something, um, like, like a professional runner, if you were born, on four, like, let's say you were born without any legs, and you're like, man, my dream is to run in the Olympics, and it just may not happen. It might be the Special Olympics, it might be um, the Olympics for folks who... Um, you know, who, who have you know, some form of uh, disability whatever the case might be, but you can still be a more than a, a positive member in society and give back and be, you know, somebody that's that's, that's beneficial and, you know, accomplishing great things. But it may not be in, in that arena. It might be in another one. And the moment we start to allow, how should I put this, not just anybody to come into anything, right and there has to be a standard i can't i can't be the hoe out on saturday nights you know getting with every guy i can't and, and pretend to be the virgin on sundays you can't be that guy who's married with the kids but you're out there banging everything with a skirt you know you it just you can't you can't be broke spend like crazy and still have money saved to start a business or to buy a house like there's got to be a give and take. If you want to be seen in a certain way, there's certain things that you need to do. And you see it with Usain Bolt, you see it with Michael Phelps. They dedicated ungodly amounts of energy, time, and effort to be, to be great. And it feels like when, well not feels, it just is, when, when people take into account this sort of the, the body positivity plus size movement, on the one hand, it is somewhat positive because we are, a, we are saying, hey, you know what, the modeling and dieting and other agencies have just run roughshod over people's, um, people's ideologies of happiness and joy and, 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 and the way they look at their bodies. But on the other hand, there's standards, right? And there's standards for a reason. And if we just let any and everything go, then what happens, right? Like, there's nothing more depressing like uh, nothing nothing more depressing than when you see like you know your, your, your Hollywood hero or your sports hero and they've let themselves go right There's a reason that, that that term is applied, right Because it takes hard work and effort to actually look and feel and, and be it fit and in shape. It really does like it actually takes time and planning you got to watch your meals you gotta what are you eating? What are you eating? What times are you eating? When are you gonna work out? You gotta count your calories. This idea that just accept, you know, if you're gonna be a fat slob and just do whatever you want, and then this is beauty. I mean, yes, you you can be a beautiful person. But there ain't no way in hell that no one that people are gonna like. It's, it it just doesn't fit, you know. And and I thought in reading and looking looking at at some of the the stuff I was I was doing for the research for this this episode, it felt like. I mean, one of the pictures, one of the models looked like Jabba the Hutt. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was just, I had to do a double take. Like, again, your body's your body, and you should be able to flaunt it any way you want. But to say that that looks attractive, that ain't it. You know, we we got to have some level of of discernment and some standards to say, okay, man, like, okay, we get it, but this ain't it. You know, again, if, if Usain Bolt showed up 30 pounds overweight, he's not winning those championships. You know, if Michael Phelps showed up and didn't train, right? I mean, we also, what happened to Mike uh, to Mike Tyson back in 1988, I think it was 88 or 89, when he faced James Buster Douglas for the, for the World Heavyweight Championship of the World, and Buster beat the brakes off of Mike Tyson because he didn't take it seriously. He, he kind of bullshit, kind of trained, and... Wasn't, didn't really focus on the camp that much. He just figured, ah, I'm just going to roll through this guy and move on to the next paycheck. And Buster Douglas gave him that work. He, 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 he beat the brakes off him. And if you remember, if you ever watch the footage on YouTube, it's famous, where Mike Tyson was the baddest man on the planet. Mike Tyson was, was feared among people that you would be afraid of. Right? And he didn't take it seriously. He... Just kind of, eh, ah, whatever. You know, it's, it is what it is, and he got his ass handed to him. And and if we're going to allow any and everybody to just claim that, oh, well, I'm I'm beautiful now. You got to accept this. Oh, you know, this this is the standard now. Again, people need to be treated with love, dignity, and respect. But at the end of the day, there are certain standards and variables that need to be at least looked at and evaluated before we start throwing around words. Um, where people need to change the the language around things. Like, great example, before we, we get out of here. If, there's nothing wrong with saying that all people are beautiful because that's a truism. All people are beautiful in the eyes of whoever's looking at them. Right? But it's not a truism to say that if you're morbidly obese, that that's... That that's a good thing. And we should treat it as it is. Right? Some things are hard. Losing weight is effing hard. You know? Getting off your ass. Getting up early in the mornings. Going to bed early. Waking up early, sorry. Going to bed. Going to bed early. Waking up early. To work out. Take care of yourself. is hard. And... When we look at what, let's even look at what Michael Phelps was able to do, right? Because Michael Phelps had an insane work ethic. Let's see what we got here. So, Michael Phelps, let's see, he is, yeah, here we go, sorry. Okay. Michael Phelps, he is retired now, he was born 1985, he won, let's just check it out here, good lord, Michael Fred Phelps is known principally as the most decorated Olympian of all time, holy crap, with a total of 28 medals, 23 of them gold, spanning over four Olympic uh, summer games, good lord. I had no idea he had that many gold medals. Uh, so, let's see... Uh, okay, um... So, sorry about this. Uh, yeah, so, to say that th- Yeesh! The level of focus, the level of determination, you definitely need to be somebody. Like a, like, 23 gold, what the hell? Good lord. Yeesh! I mean, that that's just, again, these are the type of people we need to celebrate. These are the type of levels we need to reach to. Now, you may never get 23 gold medals. I'm like, anybody ever will. But heck, you, you can at least put down the freaking chicken wing. And, and try to help yourself. Be a good example for your kids. And I think that's where we'll end it here. I mean, if you, if anything, you can say, you know what? Like, you may not, you know, value yourself and anything else, but think of your kids, right? You got kids. You want to be around for them. Do what you can for them. And I think at the end of the day, when when people look back on this sort of thing and they, you know, they kind of, you know, archaeologists kind of look at what we what we valued. In culture, in in the in the two thousands, it'll be laughable, you know. It will it will be something of, of of like a of a misnomer to to ask ourselves like, how did we ever okay this sort of crap? Like, <laughs> who was in charge uh, with this sort of thing? So, but anyways, uh, you know, just something to think about. Uh, you know, it was something that was just uh, came across my desk, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, something to talk about there, but. You know what? Um, as we as we um, as we look at stuff like this, it's always good to just uh, take a step back and realize that hey, we're all we're all trying to do the best we can, and that and that for people like Tess Holiday, who maybe went through bullying and you know, teasing and stuff like that as a child, it's probably really tough for her. And so I always want to offer a little bit of like grace to people are you know even through all the nonsense you know she is a person and and people who are plus sized and so forth and so on they deserve respect but you know at the end of the day you know, standards count for something and we, <laughs> we can't let anything just slide so but until next time uh, take care and uh, be good to one another out there